You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. War Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn cross country and track and field news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and tonight I'm here with my husband, Kyle, to discuss the Bob Pollock Invitational, which was in Clemson, South Carolina on January 25th and 26th. So welcome back, Kyle. You know, as many of the times as we've talked about the Bob Pollock Invitational, we should know a little bit of something about the guy, Bob Pollock, that it's named after. Don't you? Are we doing our due diligence here by not knowing who Bob Pollock really is? Well, I thought we were, but dang, now I feel like I need to Google. Well, you know, that's just what I do here. I bring no analysis that's worthwhile for the track, but I present conundrums for us as co-host and host for this show. Thanks. Appreciate you. (laughs) So let's talk about some things that we do know. How about that? I like that. So this was actually a really good track meet for Auburn, um, especially for some newcomers for us. So let's talk about a couple of great things that happened before we actually dive deep into the results. So for instance, Joyce Camelli, who we all remember from cross country. So she's a red shirt freshman. She broke the 25-year-old freshman record in the 3,000 meter for Auburn. So she finished fifth in this race, 3,000 meter, with a time of 9 minutes, 30.14 seconds. The previous record was 9 minutes, 49.32 seconds by Kathy Ward in 1994. She didn't just break this record. She completely annihilated this record by 19 seconds. But let me talk about it on a couple of different levels here. Not only did she break the record, like you said, she annihilated it. Here's the thing. When you see people break records nowadays, they're like shaving off a second, an an inch off Mm -hmm. of records Mm -hmm. in these field and running events. She shaved off 19 seconds. Yeah, a third of a minute. Like... What was going on for these 25 years beforehand? Was was people, were we not Waiting just, on Joyce. Apparently. And here's the thing, too. The other element of this is we spent all of cross-country season wondering, where's Brenda Kygan? Where's Brenda Kygan? And instead of doing that, we should have just been, and we did, as time went on, we started reveling in how good Joyce was in taking over that role as kind of the lead runner in cross-country. And here she is again in indoor track and field, not just breaking a record, annihilating a record. Completely. So I think that's a big win. Uh, Another win, so Kyle, this will make you super happy. We had the athletes, the football players. They came in. So we got to see Anthony Schwartz, who's a true freshman, make his collegiate indoor track debut. And this makes my track and field love and heart so happy. Because not only did he just come out, you know, he's just, he's a football player. He's a really good football player. But dang, man, he is such a good indoor track athlete, too. He won the 60-meter dash in a time of 6.65 seconds, which also tied the freshman record, which was set in 2009 by Marcus Rowland. So we're just breaking records. uh, Not just breaking records, but freshmen are breaking records that have been set for quite some time. So this is a... Now, to be fair, these are freshman records. That's true. I I mean, still... only freshmen can break I understand that they're only freshman records, but you got to think about it. These are long periods of time between these records. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying anything bad about the athletes that come before these these our athletes that we're talking about now, but that's just it's impressive that that record held that long and then they're broke by that much by um, Anthony Schwartz or Joyce Camelli. And so think, so we are really early in this indoor track season. I mean, we're three meets in, three, four, three meets in, something like that. So they have time to completely break. So like Anthony has time to break the record. Now he's tied it, but break it. 
So in that same race, we had Sean Shivers, who's also a freshman, who's also a football player, who Kyle also loves. Um, Shiver me timbers! I know it's his name's not Shivers, but Shiver me timbers. I don't even like that reference because it's Shivers. I know it's Shivers. I know it doesn't. You need it, to come up with something different. No, every time that man runs, I'm just going to say Shiver Me Timbers and y'all are going to be well, okay with it. He does run fast. He ran his 60 meter dash in 6.83 seconds and got third place. He shivers the competition. I know that was. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> so let's get into some other competition. Can, can I say a few other things here before we talk about the rest of the field here? Hit me. The field. Ha-ha. Football fans. I know I'm just going to blow past that bad joke by you. You need to get on board with this track and field season. Amen. Because we have been covering this for two seasons now on Tiger Tracks. Or at least somebody, you know, Whitney was here beforehand. Y'all been covering this. But for three years now, we've been covering track and field and cross country. We have gone through some very lackluster indoor track seasons. This is not that year. This is not that year. This is the year to get on board. But you have a connection with uh, Noah Igbenogany already have been there last year and is back right. again. You've got Sean Shivers here as well, who is an amazing athlete. And if that wasn't enough, you've got May the Schwartz be with you. Yes. I, I had to work that in there at some point. So just that I, I promise, folks, I will try not to use that reference too much. But you have this guy who is an, just an incredibly fast human being as an Auburn Tiger football player, but a track athlete. This is the time for you to start getting invested in other programs outside of football. And this is an easy way to do it because you already have that connection there. There's my soapbox. I'm getting. <laughs> but I think this also proves that these men are great athletes. It's wonderful to be able to play football. That's that's a talent that oh my gosh, so many people in this world do not have. But Noah, Anthony, and Sean have proven that they are overall athletes. Can we compare them to Bo Jackson? Potentially, they play multiple sports at Auburn. To be fair, if we're going to compare them to Bo Jackson, they have to have three sports. Okay, okay, well, uh, <laughs> what <are they> gonna... <laughs> give it time. <laughs> hey, can we get a men's equestrian team and see Anthony Schwartz up there, there running around with the horses? Men's volleyball. Men's volleyball. Soccer. But that's during fall season. Anyway, we'll, we'll, all right, all right, all right. we'll solve okay. that another day. So, let's, why don't you start us off with some field events, since they are your very favorite. Ah, the good old throwing events to start off here. The men's shot put, we had three competitors for us. Evan Blair, a sophomore, leads us off. With six out of nine competitors, 14.24 meters on his throw. Uh, Eric Ebel was a freshman, finished seventh out of nine, 14.02 meters on his throw. And then Benedict uh, Drahi is how we always try to pronounce it, a sophomore, 11.64 meters for ninth out of ninth. Which, so, that is a not a great throw for him. At UAB... He threw 14.76 meters, so a full three meters more. Do you think he may have had, because like, there's a lot of motions. Yeah, I think he had an off day. I think he had, maybe not just an off day, but maybe he had a slip or something. Could be. That, and it's, an, you know, playing indoors is a lot different than playing outdoors. In the UAB sense was indoors. I, I, excuse me, I, but what I'm saying, in the, the surfaces could have been different. It could yeah. have been some slickness, too. Could've I don't been. know. I wasn't there. Could have been. Uh, we'll move on to another throwing event, uh, the men's weight throw. We had one competitor, Eric Abel again, the redshirt freshman. He had a throw of 17.71 meters for fifth out of six competitors here. A much better improvement from his previous throw, uh, but still there was a stiff competition there yeah. uh, at the uh, Bob Pollock for this event. Definitely. So moving on to women's weight throw, we had two competitors. We had Erin Perkins, a senior. She threw 18.6 meters for a seventh place finish out of 12 competitors. Then we had Maddie Malone, who's a redshirt freshman, and she threw better this meet than she has the whole season. She had a throw of 18.05 meters for an eighth place out of 12 individual finish. 
So I think the thing to take away from here is that if we had an area to improve in our track and field events, at least in indoor season, this is the the place you look. Not to say that we're bad because we, we've got athletes improving, Maddie improved, Eric improved, but they're in the bottom half of all the competitors, at least at this field. When we take Correct. it in its context, this is the area where you probably could see a little bit of improvement or want to see improvement from Auburn. I agree. So let's move on to some jumps, why don't we? Um, for the men's triple jump, we had Mark Rubelkaba, a senior. He placed second out of five competitors with a jump of 14.98 meters. Then we had freshman Khalil Hassan with a jump of 14.05 meters for a fifth place finish. Now, if you remember, my pick to watch in this meet from our last episode was Mark yes. in, the, in these events because he's one of those uh, versatile athletes that compete in several events. And the fact that he's a senior, I want to see him go out on a high note and it'd be the first, at least that we've read off in our list here, and the first and a top three finish in an event that's really good. A silver medal for him uh, in this event is something I'm very proud of for him. I agree. You know what? I, I'll take a little profit star there that I can just. Oh, pursue. it was all you. It was all me. It was all you. It was all me for the women's triple jump. One competitor, Kennedy Brown, the freshman, with a jump of twelve point four one meters, fourth out of 12 competitors so very good and it's just like fate you know i get to talk about the football it player is. and probably another one of the most amazing things about this is so many of our football athletes did so well the men's long jump noah igbenogany sophomore with a jump of 7.44 meters for second out of 12 competitors for their first meet as part of this team you can't get much better. Only That's one more huge. place better. So very impressed by Noah Igbenogany in his first meet. Absolutely. So don't forget, you also had Mark Rubelkaba. See, I got so caught up in bragging about him a second ago that I forgot about him. Mark also did very well in this with a jump of 7.16 meters for six out of 12. So a little bit lower of a placing for him in this one. But hey, you know, he did pretty dang good in his last one. Yeah, absolutely. So for women's long jump. We had our freshman, Sarah Little. She jumped 5.38 meters for a seventh place finish out of 10 athletes. Um, moving on to men's pole vault, we had one competitor, James Corson, who's a freshman. He jumped 4.55 meters um, for a seventh out of seven place finish, which, you know, initially we'd think, oh, rats, he came in last place. He jumped better than he did at the Vandy meet. Mm -hmm. So as long as you're improving, I don't care what place yeah, you come in, and that's great. I think that's something we have to remember, and I'm speaking mainly to me here, that the placings in this are not so much the big deal. We can Correct. celebrate them, but we're looking for improvement personal-wise as we go along. Exactly. And then, granted, when we get to championships, we want to see a little bit more of those placings and stuff so you can keep moving on. But right now, keep getting better throughout the season. Other thing to point out here, I was wondering why my man Chris Stone wasn't competing, but we'll find out why in just a little bit. All right, to finish out the field events, we've got the high jump for men and women. For the men, two competitors, Dontavius Hill, the freshman, 2.14 meters for a second place finish out of seventh. And if that wasn't good enough, Jaron Brooks, the junior, gets third place with a jump of 2.09 meters meters to take silver and bronze. So don't forget. Dontavious Hill, that was a PR for him. Yes. So that's a jump of seven feet and a quarter inch. A high jump. That means he jumped off the ground. He leapt. His body just went straight up. Is that what they do? They leap and yes, they jump? they just jump. I'm up. <laughs> that's a high jump. 
Haha, get it? High jump. I'm glad that you're good at the math and trying to do those conversions from meters to feet in in, in your head like that because that I'm not. A... You see, it's on the spreadsheet. Uh, uh, we're, we're gonna move past that. Oh, okay. Yes, pull... I am very good at converting meters to feet in my brain. Don't pull the curtain back too much. I was trying to stay in the stupid metric system oh, for these people. Oh my gosh. Anyway, for the women's high jump, three competitors. Caroline Lawrence leads us off. A sophomore, 1.74 meters. Gold. First place finish for her. But skip. what's more important than that? It's a PR as well. Yes. Thank you. A jump of five feet, eight and a half inches. Skylar Daniel, the senior, 1.74 meters, gets second place, the silver medal in this event. And Natasha Jordan rounds us out with a fifth place finish, a jump of 1.69 meters. So we instantly go from the throwing events where we could definitely see some improvement to all of these jumps. And it's just annihilated by the Tigers. So do you remember why? So why would Caroline... And Skylar, why would they have different placings? They both jumped the exact same height. Is it because she did it in fewer attempts? She didn't miss as often. That's what it would Correct. Come. I, was, I just I want close. to make sure that you remembered something because it does seem weird that they literally cleared the exact same height and neither of them could make it to that five foot nine. Caroline just cleared it more often than not. Okay. I so, thought that's what it was. See, Yeah, you're learning. I am playing the role of the uninformed listener here. So I'm sitting there with you, those at home that don't understand this stuff. I appreciate learning, you. Learning along the way here. All right. So are we ready to get to some track events? Let's My get, favorite. Let's get those feet moving. All right. So let's start off with the men's 60 meter dash. So we've already talked about this a little bit. We had our football players, Anthony Schwartz, the freshman, came in first place with a time of 6.65 Seconds. I almost said meters because we're so used to field events. Okay. 6.65 seconds. Followed by Sean Shivers, freshman. Shiver me timbers. I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. Got third um, with a 6.83 seconds. Then we had Jason Reese, who is also a freshman. He got 10th place with a time of 6.92 seconds. So we had several other competitors there, but we're trying to kind of keep it condensed for you guys on this. So those are the top three finishes over there. And the exciting thing from those just looking out in that don't understand the uh, the top, trying to improve your personal scores, getting the gold, getting the bronze by two freshmen in this event in their first meet. It sets a high bar. I mean, if this was a jumping event, that would be a good point there. It sets a high bar for them to kind of maintain throughout the rest of the season here. And going into the outdoor as well. Definitely. So for the women's 60-meter dash, we had two competitors. We had Sarah Little, a freshman, who placed 18th out of 26 individuals with a time of 7.71, followed by Tyler Colbert, who um, finished 19th, so just one place behind, with a time of 7.74 seconds. The thing you're noticing here, too, is two freshmen. And it's not just with this event here. But you noticed, um, and and those of you that pay attention to the podcast that Auburn Tigers puts out, kind of around there, several different programs, they interview Coach Ralph Spry from time to time as he was going. When they did their preseason talk, talked a lot about how young this team was. And in the first meet, you didn't really see a lot of the young talent being showcased. But the second meet, and now this one, you're really seeing how electric some of these younger athletes are it takes nothing away from the upperclassmen but you kind of see that he wanted to ease them in and now you're really getting a grasp of how talented these athletes are even at a younger age agreed uh, we'll move on to the 200 meter dash uh chison tinchang the junior with a 21.92 time meet, uh 200 meter dash for 11th place out of 22 competitors Craig Clark, a freshman, 23.51 for a 20-place uh, finish overall. And then Caden, I'm sorry, Caden, I'm not even going to try to pronounce your last name. How would you pronounce that last name? Seal? Seal. Caden Seal, <laughs> a freshman. Say like seal, like seal. the animal. Seal. He's probably like, why are y'all butchering my yeah, name? Yeah, why do we keep saying I don't know. Caden Seal, the freshman with a time of 
0.85 seconds for 21st out of 22nd competitors. So a big field here to compete with. Auburn hanging in there. Moving on to the women's 200 meter dash. Tyler Colbert, the freshman, finishes with a 24.86 second finish. 11th out of 27 competitors. Myra Mack, the sophomore, 24.99 seconds. 14th out of 27. So in the upper third, uh, finishing there for that meet for them. Definitely. So moving on to the men's 60 meter hurdles, we only had one competitor, Craig Clark, who is a redshirt freshman, got a PR with a time of 8.21 seconds and a fourth place out of seven athletes finish. Again, Chris Stone, who's normally competing here on the individual level in this just single event. We're going to talk about him in a second. Like, give it time. Give it time. Um, Let's move on to... The men's 400 meter dash. We had Caden Seal, a freshman, with a time of 51.64 seconds, with a 17th out of 18th place finish. And just to round it out, I'll go ahead and come and do the women's 400 meter dash. Um, we had Cameron Hinton, who's a freshman. She got second place out of 26 athletes with a PR of 54.86 seconds. From what I was reading, too, Kyle, this is a three second PR. That doesn't seem like a lot to many no. people, but Three seconds in one lap around a big track, two laps for this. Right. That's major, major. Normally with a 400 meter, people shave tenths of a second off. Right. She saved, shaved three full seconds. So that's huge. And to get that PR while getting a silver medal in this event exactly. too, that's just like double whammy there for her. Absolutely. That was like, that was the top of her game. Absolutely. Then we had Myra Mack, who's a sophomore. She got eighth place out of 26 individuals with a 57.23 time. So really good uh, results there in the 400-meter dash. We'll move on to the 600-meter meter run. The what? The feeder. It makes sense, though, doesn't it? There are feet on the track. We'll call it, you know, that's just, we need to put that hashtag feeder on there from now on. Men's 600-meter run will have one competitor, Ryan Lee, the senior, with a time of 1 minute, 24.1 seconds. He does finish 8 out of 8 competitors there, but there is a chance for him to improve as the season goes on. For the women in the 600-meter one competitor, well, Jennifer Dietrich, the sophomore, 1 minute, 36.1 seconds for a fourth-place finish out of seven. All right, moving right along to the men's mile. We had Andy Smith, who's a junior. He placed 24th out of 26 athletes with a time of 4 minutes, 23.9 seconds. Then for the women's mile, we had two athletes. We had Mercy Kiprop. She is a junior. She placed 27th out of 30 individuals with a time of 5 minutes, 13.9 seconds. And then Brenda Kaigan, also a junior, placed 30th out of 30 with a time of 5 minutes, 20.3 seconds. So looking at these times, especially for Brenda, she ran 14 seconds slower than she did at the um, Vandy meet. So this was not either of their best races. But they were out there. They competed. That's good enough for me. So here's the thing with this. And I really wish that we had the availability to talk to um, the coaches and to Mm -hmm. Brenda to understand why this is happening. Because we, you know, we've seen Brenda do so much better than this in cross country, in the track and field events. I wonder what's going on. A 30th for 30 out of 30 finish is just not good for her. And then also having that big drop. Is it still an injury? Is it, you know, are we... but. She did compete very well in the 3,000 meter. Yes. So I I don't know. Maybe she was just using this event to kind of get herself back up to speed again. But we kind of made that point last week for her and Vandy. 
So it's just interesting yeah. without us being there, being able to talk to them. It's hard for us to make really good speculations about what's going on with Brenda. We're just seeing the drastic change from what we were raving about at the beginning of her career mm-hmm. to now. But we're still hoping that she'll improve. Uh, we'll move on to the 3,000 meter run. We're getting into those long distance ones. Yeah, God bless them. I know. You just don't love those ones, do you? Ah. <laughs> I just can't think of nothing worse than running that long on a 200 meter track. It is a short track. Think how many times I have to go around in a circle. I would get so dizzy. I bet they are used to it by now because they they've are. been doing it so long. But for the women in a 3,000-meter run, we'll go through the top three finishers first. Joyce Camelli, the redshirt freshman, 9 minutes, 30.1 seconds for fifth out of 44 competitors here. Also, think about that. 44 people chose to run this race. <laughs> That's 44 people that had some really uh, interesting choices that day. Right, like what is wrong with y'all? Hannah Tarwater, the freshman, finishes in 19th out of 44, a time of 10 minutes, 10.8 seconds. And then we see Brenda Kaigen with a much better uh, time in this event uh, with a time of 10 minutes, 15.6 seconds, the 21st place out of 44 competitors. We had two other um, competitors there, but we'll just hold off on those for now. For the men's 3,000-meter run, two competitors, Tommy McDonough, a sophomore, 8 minutes, 36.6 seconds, 15th out of 31, and Jack Rogers, a sophomore, 8 minutes, 36.7 seconds for 16th overall out of 31 competitors. So I'm very impressed that those two guys are right there neck and neck with each other, and what's that, a tenth of a second difference there? You talk a lot about in uh, cross-country about your running buddy. I know that doesn't really necessarily translate over to this, but maybe it kind of does a little bit. They help, kind of help push each other. I agree. Yeah. No, I definitely agree, especially on the track where you need somebody. Because at this point, if you're not in the top three, you're probably going to get lapped at some point in a race this long. And so it's nice to be able to have a competitor with you that you know, right. you know their running style and their running speed. Well, why don't you go ahead and cover your favorite event since it's the little relays that you right. always love so much. Men's 4x400, favorite event of the whole meet. Um, so this time the men were, the team was made up of Joshua Burks, Malik Met- Medivere, Jason Reese, and Chison Tenkang. And they placed fifth out of 10 teams. So pretty good. Um, their time was 3 minutes, 17.2 seconds. Also, this was a three second faster time than at the UAB meet. So I'm not sure if the 4x4 team is made up of the same individuals, but they did improve. I believe we talked about last week that there were some interchanging parts. So this could be Coach Ralph Spry thinking or finding the pieces that are best fit to compete when we get to later on in the season for SEC championships and then nationals on that level as well. Absolutely. So the final women's event was the women's pentathlon. So this took place over the course of both days, obviously. So our only competitor was Natasha Jordan. She's a junior. She placed fifth out of 12 individuals with a PR of 3,538 points. So let's break that down a little bit. So the five events were 60-meter hurdles, high jump, shot put, long jump, and 800-meter run. So for the 60-meter hurdles, she placed fifth with a time of 8.94 seconds. For the high jump, she placed fourth with a jump of five feet, five and a quarter inches. Shot put, she threw 10.59 meters for a seventh place finish. Long jump, she jumped 5.4 meters for a fifth place finish. And for the 800 meter run, she placed eighth with a time of two minutes, 40.17 seconds for that total of 3,538 points. So biggest thing I care about here is that she PR'd. Yes. She did it. 
She competed in five completely different events, which I can't think of anything harder. Talk about, you know, we talk about Bo Jackson doing three different sports. She, this girl, did five different sports in two days. Yeah, she has to specialize in everything, basically. You know, there's athletes that just do the runs, that just do the throws. They have to have some type of skill in each to be able to PR, much less place, in all of, in in this all-around event here. She is the Renaissance athlete. So, great job. uh, Speaking of Renaissance athletes, we have one more to talk about in the men's heptathlon. The senior, Chris Stone, that we've been alluding to the whole time. And he gets a third place finish, a bronze medal, um, out of eight competitors in this event. His point totals was 5,318. To break it down a little bit further for you guys, we have the 60-meter run for him with a time of 7.29 seconds. Fourth place, long jump, 6.83 meters. Fifth place, shot put, 11.98 meters. Seventh place, high jump. Six feet, six inches for a fourth place finish. 60 meter hurdles, eight uh, seconds, point, 8.54 seconds for fifth place. And a first place finish in the pole vault, 15 feet, nine inches. The last uh, event is the 1,000 meter run, two minutes, 59.22 seconds for a seventh place finish overall. So up and down impressive for him with obviously the 1,000 meter run being his lowest scoring event. But a first place finish in pole vault, third place finish um, overall was just outstanding. You know I love seniors compete at the highest level and when they're going out in their final year. Absolutely. So tell me, before we leave, before we leave this great meet, which was so good for actually the majority of Auburn athletes, what would you say is the one athlete that you're looking forward to seeing compete next week? I know I'm going to sound like a broken record here, but you know I love the seniors. I picked Mark last week and he, okay. he came true. I'm rooting for Chris Stone in this next okay. meet because with a third place finish in the heptathlon, let's see if he can go up a little bit more and maybe, to your point, PR in this next one. Thank you. And I would normally pick the football players. I knew you. I was trying to say I this said for normally. You. I, that's not who I'm picking. <laughs> but normally I would pick Anthony, Sean, and Noah because I love athletes that can do more than one sport. But because of that, I'm picking Natasha Jordan. I love seeing her in this pentathlon. I'm looking at her times. She's competitive. She's competitive. If this wasn't a pentathlon, if she had just done those events regularly, she's competitive. So I look forward to seeing her compete the rest of the season. So we're just picking the athlon elites. Athletes. Athletes. Athlon elites. I have a heart for people who can do multiple sports because I can't. I cannot. When I was in track and field... I only did track. I, I My coach even said, Jessica, just stick to the track. <laughs> just just go over there. When, when we go out on the field, you just need to go sit you over just, there. You just need to go run some laps. So. That has something to do with that hand-eye coordination? Hand-eye coordination. Hand-foot coordination. Hand-foot jumping, coordination. jumping, throwing. People would die if I threw a shot put. So, <laughs> so before we go, we've got to talk about our meet next week. Auburn returns on February 1st and 2nd for the Carolina Challenge. Again in South Carolina, but this time in Columbia. So, I don't know what that means, but Carolina Challenge sounds a little bit intimidating. Hey, all it means is that we're just going to run the entire state of South Carolina. We start at one end, we're going to work our way down the other, and just take over Carolina. I like it. Well, Kyle, if people want to talk some track and field with you, where can they find you this week? Uh, If you want to find me on Twitter, at TigerEye24. And if you want to talk a little bit about the track events, not so much about the field events, um, you can find me on Twitter at JessicaLoomisRN. 
So that's all we have for y'all tonight, folks. Thanks for joining us, and War Eagle. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?